Good morning. We're continuing Chayodim Akval Dalad, and we've been learning about the halachas of Tefach, in regards to the Basar, and in regards to the Isra of Histaklus, and we pointed out for the purpose of the Isra of Histaklus, and therefore the Chi of a woman to act properly, a woman has to cover even less than a Tefach. The halacha of a Tefach is only specifically said in regards to the Isra of Kriyashma, that a person cannot say Kenegad, Makamas, which are uh, there's a share of a tefach, except for the very private places, which even less than a tefach is problematic. In regards to the, the way a woman is supposed to dress, even less than a tefach is problematic um, because of the Yisrael and hearer. Now the question is, what about regards to hair? What is Allah regards to hair? So it's interesting that, that Rabbi Yom and Zilber in his Pirish on the Chayonim, Baruch, assumes that since the morning never says they didn't have tefach, regards to hair. So by hair, there's no din of tefach, which means even for purposes of kriyashma, uh, even a small amount is magula, would be problematic. Um, so that is uh, his approach to, to sar. So sar is going to be more chomer uh, than the parts of the body, which the derech is to be mechusa. Uh, uh, the argument is Gemara says that sar is considered an erva, and the Gemara brings a puzzle to support that. So the Gemara learns out from a puzzle that it has a din of erva. Whereas the, we pointed out the areas which are there to be mechusa, the, but they're not intrinsically erva, because I only saw them as a problematic if there's a shear of a tefach, because that's what it, it would be created a concern of a potential of hearer, and therefore of tirda, of just being distracted. So Chazal made it, gave it a din of erva because of this concern. Uh, but in regards to hair, the Pasuk simply describes it as something which is noya in an isha, and therefore it's a din of erva. So even less than a tefach is problematic. And that is the approach of Rebbe Yomad Zilber. Uh, Feinstein, in a few places in his Shubas, disagrees and says that we give the hair uh, the same status as Bosser. In the same, same, same way we say regards to uh, the person's uh, body, the areas which are normally covered, if it's open up to a tefach, it, it's not problematic in regards to saying kriyashma. So, in regards to the hair as well, if if the hair is uncovered up to the area of a tefach, uh, it is not a problem in regards to saying kriyashma. Ramosha has an interesting way to calculate the shear of a tefach. I mean, a tefach is four exposed. So, Ramosha says if the width is two exposed wide, and the the depth um, is less than two what's supposed, so it's not a tefach. So he sort of he adds the length and the width together. So the length is is two, and the width is uh, one and a half. So it's not a tefach. But if it's two it's supposed by two it's supposed two fingers breadth by fingers breadth, so that adds up to four it's supposed. Um, in regards to adding the, the perimeter on those two, the two sides, and that's considered a tefach is open. So Russia says that if the area of the hair across the front of the face, which usually is, a, is, a, is about two its bows wide, is less than two its bows deep, it's okay. Now, the calculation of why the, the width of the face is only two its bows, and that's not clear to me what he's, what he's picturing. Maybe he's picturing just the middle of the, of the forehead. A uh, person will put their fingers, it'll, it'll go across a large part of their forehead. So it just means the mid- middle of the forehead. So a person has a little bit of hair peeking out in the, in the, in the middle. 
if it's, which is two or two wide, he can go up to two or deep. So that's regards to the lachas of Kriyashma, that the uh, that shear. Now, there is a separate question. The two questions we have to clarify by hair. Does hair have a, din, a different din nowadays that many women go with their hair uncovered? Uh, actually, this, this question is actually less of a question now than it was 100 years ago. 100 years ago in Europe and many places, uh, in the in the Shevelt and even in the Chesidah Shevelt, women started uncovering their hair to the point that um, the, Rabbi Yom Yakovson, who was a, a uh, Makurib to the Reclamizer writes that he was in a city and he did not want to say bracha by the the, the wife of the rub's hair, on, which was uncovered. The rub of the city that he was visiting in Latvia, her hair was uncovered. Uh, she, and uh, the rub berated him for the, the halachas. And nowadays, the women started, don't cover their hair. It's okay for everybody to do so. He went to Khamerzer afterwards, and Khamerzer reacted very strongly against that statement. Baruch Hashem writes as well that it became very, very, very common for women not to cover their hair. Baruch Hashem, in our generation, it's an achshadora. They've started covering their hair again. Uh, so, the question was: If you live in a place where the derech of the women, uh, of the from women, is to not cover their hair, does that create any leniency in regards to kriyashma? Uh, that's one question. So then, even more than a tefach is going to be uh, possibly a leniency. Uh, the other question which you have to clarify is this is discussing regards to Kriyashma. Uh, we already pointed out that the shurim for the purpose of, uh, purposes of Kriyashma and the shurim for the key of, of a person to cover themselves are not the same. So do we take the shurim which are said in regards to Kriyashma uh, of, a, of a tefach and apply them to regards to the chiyav for a woman to cover her hair or not? And that needs to be clarified as well. Hashem in the next, next uh, upcoming shurim. Meanwhile, have a good day.